Welcome to the Random Tea American Gods podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season two, episode eight, Moonshadow. Well, that's yeah. all I have to say about that. So in the right. podcast. And we're done. And that's I, That was the most underwhelming fucking episode. It felt like a filler. Oh, it, God, it felt it did. like a segue and it's in like, the middle of a season where we only have eight episodes. Yeah, that's what you were saying. We were texting about this earlier, and you're like, you can't have filler when you have eight damn episodes. Like this <sighs> this literally was a bridge episode that got us from one location being the uh funeral home yeah. to scattering all of our characters to the wind. This literally was the entire purpose of this yeah, episode. And God, and they I ma- just They tried to make a meal out of it, and I just think it just Oh, it was, God, it failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I was not a fan of this. And, clearly. and you, you, you were saying earlier uh, that Mr. World just word vomits. He does. He just stares at the camera and word vomits it's, and they're wasting Crispin Glover. It's, it's villain monologuing. It is. You know that's what it is. It's like one of our uh, previous feedbacks was just like they're James Bond villains. And it's like, yeah. Where it's like, I have this grand plan, and somebody's off to the side going like, do I, the fucking plan, and you have won already. I've, I want to say that they, they've got Crispin because mm-hmm. he's incredible, and they needed him because they're going to do something incredible with Mr. World. And they just have World, to keep having him show and up. And so they just have to have him there to build this character to have some big boom later but oh my god i'm tired of waiting at what for cost it. at what cost yeah yeah so season two is suffering from so much behind the scenes turmoil yeah season three has been renewed i i know they've got a showrunner that i cannot remember. i can't remember his name um let me, let me look it up real quick but yeah i just uh I I feel like, and I don't know the source material, but it feels like they're stretching. They are they're overstretching. This, this book was at most two seasons. Yeah, yeah. And and that just... maybe that may have been the fundamental disagreement with Fuller and Green. Stars may have been like, "This is a cash cow. Make this last four seasons in a movie." And they were like, "No, we want to do it the way we want to do it." And that that might have, for all we know, that might have been the breaking point. Um. I don't know. Well, it just... The thing is, from what I've heard, though, is um, Neil Gaiman's all on board for this whole stretching it out. Because now, from what I understand, they're talking four seasons. And I'm oh, like, there is not another two seasons That's in one this too book. many by this, just by what I'm looking at. But he, also, there's talk about the possibility of even going beyond the books. And I'm like, you can't because the book is the book. Yeah. Um, so it's Char- Charles Egley. Okay. Uh, Shield and Dexter. That's that's the show. Okay. Um, okay. Agents of Shield. Executive producer on the Shield, the Shield. Oh, the, the Shield. Okay. The I, Shield. I was like, I thought we would have discussed with that. um. Okay. What's his name? Yeah, Chickless. Michael Chickless. I'm do, I'm doing the bald. I know, and I and I, <laughs> I completely followed you on that. And Dexter served as a member of the production team behind the adaptation of The Walking Dead. Okay. So. Also worked on Dark Angel, Murder One. Oh, wow. So he's been around. He's been tagged. I mean, uh, good luck to him. He's got some work ahead of him. Again, I I, I think it's production issues. I think it's script issues. Um, oh, he worked on NYPD Blue. Jesus, he's been around for a while. Elsewhere. He's 67. Okay. St. Elsewhere. 
God, L.A. Law back in the day. Okay. So, Hemlock Grove, which I've always wanted to see. Cool, cool. So, good luck to him. Hopefully, he can wrangle this fucking in, but... I don't know that we need more than at least. Oh, if he we did keep, one episode of Walking Dead. <laughs> if we keep uh, going the way we're going, we don't need it much more because I'm just tired. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, at um, the end of the episode, but we need to get through. So it was directed by Christopher J. Byrne, who directed House on the Rock, and he is an executive producer for American Gods. Okay, um, written by um, Aditi uh, Brennan. Aditi or Aditi, I'm not really sure. Brennan uh, Kapil, who's a woman, lady writer, yay. And Jim Danger Gray. I shit you not. His middle <laughs> name is listed as Danger. Is it even in quotes? No, no. Oh, God. And all I could think of was that Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode where it was like, no, it's pronounced Donger. <laughs> um, nine, nine But he's written on Orange is the New Black, Hannibal, Torchwood, Pushing Daisies. Oh, good episodes. And Hannibal and Pushing Daisies are Brian Fuller. He. He. The second one is a dude. It's two people. Um, So he's worked with Fuller before. Brian Fuller. Okay. So like, all right. Still wasn't real impressed with the episode. No, no. But I don't know that they had a lot to go with. It's kind of like, and I'm not going to spoil anything, so like, calm down. Game of Thrones. (laughs) <laughs> we've known for a while that they kind of got the famous bullet point from George R. R. Martin, but bullet it was points. bullet points. It was always meant to like in the first couple seasons, he filled in and there was source material. They're kind of at the end of their rope and they're kind of being forced to do their own thing. Their own source material. I kind of think we're at that point with American gods where it's like, ah, well, I can't do the well, ending, so, like, I so guess we're going to do this? Well, it's a common writing um, trap door of you can have a great beginning and a great end, but sometimes it's hard, It's the middle that can be the yeah. hardest to write, how you get from point A to point B. And you can't end it too quickly because apparently there there's another season on, in, you this, know. This episode is literally a point A to point B, yeah. and it's a finale, and it's supposed to be spectacular, ended on a cliffhanger. It looked cool. I would rather they have ended this episode with... Or ended the season with, with the... Ended this episode... Oh, okay. With um, Shadow seeing himself as the little boy. And end it there. Yeah. That would have been a cliffhanger, which would pull me in for season three. How does this end with their houses surrounded by... I'm to the point where s- episode seven was a better season under. Oh, I agree. I agree. I'm but just if saying, there had I, to be... I would have accepted this as a better season finale yeah, if it with a there. cliffhanger, yeah, not yeah. a oh. segue. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see the point. You see I, the point? Oh, I absolutely okay. do. Because you're okay. right. It was just like okay. Um, so we, not to belabor what is a very long and kind of cool scene. This is cool. Um, it's 1938. And we've got the War of the Worlds. The Orson Welles uh, radio show, yeah. Yeah, we've got the Panic, which for Can those of you who don't know, who don't know what that is, um, and I read up on this because this was oh, fascinating good, to me. Oh, good, because I didn't. Um, in 1938, and again, they dated it correctly, the woman had a thing about the, um, uh, God, what was it, the Munich Treaty or something? Um, I looked it up, and it was 1938 with oh, Hitler. Um, so they dated that correctly. Um, so what happened, what had happened was, um, there was this radio broadcast and the, and the, uh, War of the Worlds had been around since the late 1800s. H.G. Wells wrote it, 
Well, Orson Welles and his in his theater company or production company, radio company, whatever, um, was going to do an adaptation of it, as you do with radio. Yeah, I mean, and you have it's it's the precursor to podcasts. Really, people lost they shit, yes. and the reason they did because I thought, well, what the fuck? They they prefaced it with like there was a forward. It was very clearly like we are presenting this for your entertainment. The problem is. Um, a lot of people were tuned into Edgar Bergen and his ventriloquist dummy until 12 minutes into the show when that program, um, swapped over to a less popular singer. A lot of people turned the channel 12 minutes into war of the worlds, not realizing, not realizing it was fake. And they literally thought there were a lot of people that thought like Martians had landed. So I thought this was so cool. Can you? Just try to imagine being that person. No, because my cynical ass is too fucking cynical. But in 1938. Yeah. And like the the people they showed were clearly like in that area. You see her like do the needle point. It's Trent. Oh, and there was a, like he's reading oh the news, like he was reading a newspaper and it had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, I thought this was really cool. I thought this was well done. I love a period piece. Um, then world ruins it. Um, <laughs> cause he starts monologuing now I, about fear. I think in and of itself, his monologue was not terrible. It was at least, uh, associated with what we were seeing. Yes, and he they do the um the old timey shooting of of the the, the miniatures side, oh the and miniatures the, and everything that was yeah. really kind of cool to see because they just don't do things that that's how they film Star Wars by the way yeah just saying yeah um OG but um, I think in and of itself just as a monologue piece yeah was not a terrible monologue no and it was it, not his worst rant and it did tie into. The fear-mongering that we see The fear-mongering throughout the episode and yeah. then how Shadow makes his out. I'm just, it's that, um, but it's, it's it's that I'm tired the, of him at this point. I know you are, but I'm not. I know. So. I'm still cheering for him. Are you? Why? Because I hate Wednesday. That's true. That's true. I mean, that's fair. Um, at this point, they all fucking suck, though. I, I think, I think that Mr. World and Wednesday are... I think Nancy should be in charge. You're right. I think that, ooh, I think that Mr. World and Wednesday are equal, are on equal footing. Yeah. They're both terrible. They're two sides of the same coin, and they're both bullies. There is no lesser of... They're just bullies in different the ways. Lesser, there's no lesser evil. They're yeah. both bully. You're right. They both want to be in control. Yeah, Exactly. And, and they like, both manipulate. They're basically two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Honestly, to go with the coin yeah, metaphor that we the have the previous. Yeah. Um, it is, I'm kind of scratching my head a little bit though, because we see the movie being filmed and then we see this little boy watching it on TV. Um, he goes to bed and he hears his dog barking and immediately I was like, don't kill the fucking dog. Um, and he runs into a nearby cornfield, and he's pulled up by an alien. By uh, the alien, because so, but he also he's also talking about they believe the fear breeds belief. Well, it's you're believing in it is what makes it real because you believe in it. You're giving it power. You're giving it power, and it makes it real. So I'm and like, is there an alien abduction god? And then I was like, well, that <laughs> tracks. No, um, but it's, a lot of people worship that though. The point I'm trying to Sorry. make is that's the overall 
point of these gods. It's the belief in the gods yeah. that keeps them around. That's what makes them real. The lack of belief is what kills them. That's yeah. why what's her name that was killed in the diner because of the lack of belief yeah. in her. Um, so it kind of parallels that. Um, and fear makes it real um, because you believe in the fear. And yeah. that's kind of deep. It's just that we're so up to here yeah. Um, with it all. I, this makes me miss the Chernobog episode. I know, right? That was a good episode. Because I think this is the high point of the episode because then we just dive right the fuck yeah, in. Yeah, because I, I feel like they're just beating a dead horse yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, so Shadow's outside of the funeral home and we see this is a lot of like little blippy scenes. Um, Ibis is tending to Matt Sweeney's body. He gets some, like, his god tingle, sense tingles or something shit. I don't know. Um, we see Shadow lie down on a gravestone. Um, and he has these dreams about the ocean and dying. Um, and we see lots of visions. This is a vision-y episode. Um, and we get the whole Wednesday saying, like, you wouldn't believe who I was if I told you. Uh, sh- uh then he wakes up and Laura's, Laura's there. Um... And laying on an adjacent gravestone, being That's weird. A sarcophagus. Sarcophagi. Or a crypt? I always think of crypt as being a little more elaborate. Okay, so... I would think it would be probably closer to a sarcophagus. Okay. Um, because if it's in the building, it becomes a... Like the crypt, crypt. is the... Yeah. yeah okay. A sarcophagus is in a crypt? But not necessarily We're find a, out. Okay. Um because this is important. And to so me. it's like, oh good, another another Laura shadow scene. Those are so fun. Um and so uh we see Wednesday just get the fuck out of Dodge. He is it, it's in the middle of the night, he slips out, um, and uh he just gets the fuck out. We see him take Betty and, and go. Um and so, oh, this is where Shadow wakes up um, and sees Laura. And it's like, okay. Um, so we go to Silicon Valley and our friend, the CEO from episode four. Um, glad I, I, I'm actually glad to see him again that he didn't just I really liked him. Um, and I thought his story was moving. It's just, again, it's all these disparate pieces that, yeah. Okay, a sarcophagus is, it's typically Greek-Egyptian. Okay. Or Egyptian. A crypt is an underground room or vault beneath a church used as a chapel or burial place. Okay. So, crypt is It's underground. Bigger and underground. Okay. Um, so, you the know, CEO's words. working and we get this big belabored thing of him working and coding and there's a metronome and there's music and he's getting flashbacks and um, he... Uh, he stops the metronome, but he hears another beat. And then it's this big, huge thing. And basically it ends up with, um, he creates another technical boy. Newer, faster. Um, and so he, uh, technical boy stops the metronome and greets him as hello friend. So I, I thought this was an interesting choice because they remade media. Yeah. They are remaking technical boy. They kept the same actor. They did. I was kind of hoping for it. When I realized what they were doing, I was kind of hoping for a different actor, but apparently he has a contract. He played it differently, though. He did. It did feel, because that petulant, like, he was still an asshole. 
Yeah. As many of the gods are. Yeah. But that petulant, like, yeah, was gone. Yeah. So that, that was kind of, that was nice. Um, so we go back to Laura and Shadow and she gives him this whole, like, I wish I could cry, but I can't, I can't make things right. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I am not my mistakes. I want good stuff for both of us, you know, and, and I'm sorry. And he's like, no, none of that changes any of that. So that's a little bit of growth from Shadow. I guess. I don't think we've seen him be quite this blunt with Laura. Um, but the fact that he's turning against Laura shows Wednesday's influence over him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and cause he, he mentions that Matt Sweeney died and he didn't mean to. So he's got some guilt going on. I mean, we saw it in the he previous episode where he to, said, though. I'm sorry. He didn't mean to. And I think Sweeney knew that. I think, I think Sweeney knew that this whole time. Oh no. Oh, absolutely. He knew that. Um, but Laura tells him, tells shadow that Wednesday's behind all of this. He's not your friend. Um, and she's like, I will always have your back. And it's like, okay. She's calling him puppy, puppy the whole time. Yeah. Um, and so we see, we get a flashback of them when they were both alive. Um, and happy at a park eating food. And she sees a puppy and she wants a puppy. And puppy, puppy, she says the word puppy about 400 times. Steal me the puppy. I want the yeah, puppy. Yeah, I want the puppy. puppy. Um, and I'm sorry, like, I'm that person where it's like, I want to push his face forever. Um, and he gives her the whole, like, I'll be your puppy. Cause she's allergic apparently. Actually in the books, their landlord wouldn't let them have a puppy. So uh. I don't know why they changed that. There was no reason for them to change that yeah. story. Um, and so she's like, okay. Um, and then we flash forward and she's like, well, I'm going to kill Wednesday. So you going to try and stop me? But Shadow tells Laura not to call him puppy anymore. He does. That's a he big does. deal. That was a big deal. Um, and, but he tells her like, it's a free country. And so she goes into the funeral home. I think at this moment, he really doesn't care. Yeah. I don't think he would stop her in this moment. Yeah. And he doesn't even know that, she, that Wednesday's left at this point. Is this, this, uh, we, the audience knows Wednesday has left, but he does not know yet. Oh. So it's like, okay. Um, I didn't think we covered that scene yet. Yeah. I mentioned it. Oh, okay. Wednesday leaving. I was totally paying attention. Yeah, you were sarcophaguing, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. So we go out to the CEO, and he tells uh, Technical Boy that he's perfect. Um, And he, Technical Boy does not return the compliment. He's like, well, you're a messy meat bag. Um, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Humans are gross. Um, And so this, this is... I get what they were going for. I'm not a complete idiot. Also, are you not? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> my IQ says different. I'm not like jacked up. I'm not an asshole, but like, you know. Um, so like, I, I get this, but also it felt a lot like we're going to speak really deep words, but we're not really going to say much. Cause he's like, oh, the Jacob wrestling with the angel. Well, and we're he, quoting the Bible. So, and, and, and he won't let go until the angel blesses him and technical boy you know, wonders about like what, you know, what he wants. And the CEO is like, Oh, well, you know, we, we want to, um, because men are made in God, God's image. And we constantly want to why, try yeah, to match why do men that. Want to wrestle God that, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he refuses to release the angel until he's blessed. And 
he starts laughing and technical boys like the fuck. So my takeaway from this scene is that, uh, the CEO has basically created or recreated, um, the technical boys, this new God. Right. However, he hasn't released this new technology into the world. He hasn't released this code yet. That's why he's still tethered and to. And that's. Um, he's like tethered to his workstation or whatever. That's the. Yeah. He's he's still in on the intranet as opposed to the internet. I suppose you could say. He's still on the internal server or whatever you want to call it. That makes sense. So that was my takeaway. And why the, he's even having this conversation The discussion with that him. they're having is Jacob's. He's holding on to him. Like yeah. Jacob held on to the yeah. angel. He's not letting this technology go out into the world until you bless me or because Whatever. he's a God and gods are supposed to bless people, blah, blah, blah. That was my takeaway. I mean, that makes sense. But also like, I don't care. I know. It just was, it was, I know, too... but that was the purpose of the scene. It was too dramatic. It was too it's, metaphoric. It's that guy you knew in college that was trying to be way deep. That was like... just smoked some weed. Yeah, and he like... Yeah, he would quote lines of poetry, but it was nonsensical, and it was to the point where it didn't have any... Like, it just feels so forced and, like, I'm artistic. And it's like, Yeah, I I get where you're coming from, but it kind of had a point. I mean, I get that. But but it was so... But the point was so convoluted. Exactly. A lot of people probably missed that. Like, I had to... I had to pay so much attention to yeah. this episode and not in a fun way. No. Um, so I had to keep rewinding it because I kept yeah, not zoning paying. out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we go back to the, oh, excuse me, funeral home and shadow goes inside. Laura goes to the conservatory. Um, with a candlestick. Yeah. And, um, finds Mad Sweeney's blood, giant pool of blood on the floor. And she tips the table over. She freaks out. Um, Billquist shows up with a fucking apple. Yeah. The temptation. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Snake in the garden. I know. Yeah. That is, so that imagery was not lost on you. No, Uh, no. And the way she's holding it with the loft like that. Yeah. I was wait. I was waiting for her to To offer it to Laura. I was waiting for her to take a bite and then offer. Either way. Yeah. Or for her to offer it, Laura take a bite. I was like, I was waiting. Also, you're offering food to a dead girl. Yeah, but still, that yeah. I was waiting for that yeah. uh, imagery to follow through, and we didn't get it. Yeah. Well, lie. that's the thing. Bilquis his being his, a, a new, she's kind of a Jesus figure here. Well, Bilquis has been his, is historically linked to Solomon. That's true. But she was very vilified later on as like this, yeah, dark temptress, and kind of glossed over the whole like her and Solomon had this great love affair. Um, so like, I, I thought it was kind of interesting that it's like, would you like a biblical trope? Cause I have one. <laughs> Cause this has been twice in the last couple of episodes. Yeah. Um, so no, that was not lost on me. Even the okay, kid that good. wasn't raised with any kind of anything. Um, <laughs> so, uh, she says that Sweeney's in the mortuary if Laura wants to see her and she's like, why would I want to see him? He's dead. Um, and I'm like, you right. Um, and, uh, Bilquis tells Laura that Wednesday's not there. Um, but Laura's like, all right, but you could help me kill him though. Right. And she's like, thanks, but no. And Laura insists that she can tell that Bill Quist doesn't like him either. Um, she says, I can tell that you want to punch him in the face. Look, um, I mean, she's right. And so she's like, I know where to find you if I need you. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye. And she leaves the apple. 
on a very dusty And then I was table. waiting for Laura to pick it up and take a bite out of it. And we yeah. never got, I wonder if it's like on the cutting room floor or something. Cause that would have been. Or if it was just Laura not giving into the temptation of Bill Quist. Possibly. You know, whatever form that was going to take. Laura also has no fucks to give. No, she's barren, literally, and dead. Um, so we go back to the CEO and they have another talk and, uh, human beings are basically just trying to make order out of chaos and he's not wrong. Um, but he talks about making the sacrifice to have the kind of life he does. He doesn't, he doesn't have a family. He works all the time. Um, and technical boy pose, uh, poses the question, well, what happens if you actually do touch God? Um, or I, I think the CEO keeps saying God and technical boy keeps saying a God. Okay. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, and he's like, I don't know, like the Sistine Chapel, like Michelangelo, he tried. Um, and this is when the computer, uh, an alarm comes up like, like a, like an intrusion. And, uh, technical boy tells him that he's like, yep. Uh, we're the ones that are made in your image. Yeah, because there are people. Always, people always have that think quote that, where we're made in God's image, but Technical Boy says it's the other way around. Which I think is, I think is interesting because that's what we've seen. Um, and so he does actually touch the CEO. There's this big burst of light. The CEO kind of gets paralyzed, um, and we get the whole like, "Is it everything you've imagined?" And the light ends, and Technical Boy tells him that the only limit is your imagination, and we're going to work on it. And, um, he starts touting fear. Fear fuels imagination. Which brings us back to our opening scene. Which brings us back to, uh, Mr. World. And he's like, unlike you, I can be in two places at once. We get a flash of him at the bunker with World and the caretaker watching all these newscasts about the Argus data dump attack. Dun, dun, dun. So we get a little bit more information about Argus. Apparently it was like a drone that was... Yeah, they kept talking about these drones, yeah. Uh, but it was, it's good for like a 34 mile radius and it gives you everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they were, that's why Argus well, that's, had to be maintained. Well, that, and that's why Mr. World got so upset when that one drone got knocked out. So it wasn't, it wasn't a con, it wasn't like a network, a net network. It was these little drones had to be the deployed. The drones were the network. They had to be deployed yeah. and then monitored in that yeah. area. The only thing is, I don't care. Same Z's. Same okay. Z's. Um, so uh, we, go back to, we go back to the funeral home and, and Salim is, he's, well, no, not the funeral home, outside. No. Salim is so cute. He's like, oh, I'm buying alcohol for I the would, first time. I would like to purchase the alcohol. And he's like counting out like coins. Cash only. Because he's like, is is it just like is this a is this a normal policy or is it just for me? Um, and the guy's like, um, excuse you, and he points to the to the TV behind him, and apparently, like, there's been this big financial attack, and like, people can't get money enough. They're panicking, so everything's hard it's currency right now. Basically, the market crashing and the depression happening in a modern day. This is a even, real fear. Even though that hard currency only has value because we've decided it has, but whatever, it's fine. I mean, you're right, but now it's not even currency. It's ones and zeros that yeah. we've decided have value. Yeah. So, um, so Salim money can be exchanged for, for goods, goods and, and services. services. That's a true statement. Um, so he sees people panicking. Um, people are like fighting over gas pumps 
gets to the funeral home and he's this, like, okay, the so, fuck is happening? So the scene of Salim walking from the package store back to the funeral home reminds me of Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> uh, yep, it does. <laughs> Except he was noticing everything. Shaun was not. Was not. Yeah. Um, and so he locks the funeral home's door behind him, like, as well he should. And he's like, hello! Speaking of, we do have a Shaun of the Dead podcast on we our do Random, Movies News, uh, Random Movies podcast feed yeah. that you should go check out. because God, that it's was fun. Hilarious. Love that movie. Um, I need to watch that. Yeah. It's been a minute. Mm. Um, so we see Laura go to Mad Sweeney's body. Um, looks at it for a minute. It's like, okay. Um, and then we go to Shadow, who finds one of the coins on the floor. He hears Salim yelling around. Um, he looks awfully thoughtful at those coins, and I don't know what that means. Is I don't he know. considering go- how he got to the hoard? Is he considering uh, Sweeney's death? Is, Is he, he even thinking guilty? about the spear? Is he wondering uh, how many packs of cigarettes he can buy? Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. But he was awfully concentrating on he those was. coins. He was. Um, so we go, we, we find Ibis and, uh, Salim turns the TV on and it ain't good. No. Uh, new media is broadcasting everywhere that, uh, the men behind the, uh, the attack, the data dump, the financial attack, um, and more things by the second, uh, and it just keeps getting worse. Start showing pictures of shadow and Wednesday. They've killed police in, uh, and, yeah, they've killed, they've killed police. They've killed, they've done all this stuff. Later we get something in Kentucky that they did. Um, and Salim's like, what the fuck? Hey guys, did you kill cops? Um, that's, that's not good. And I love Ibis cause he's like, uh, no, just like, don't believe anything you see. Um, cause again, like Ibis knows the telling a good story isn't always the truth. Um, but Ibis goes to Nancy and they play chess and it's great. Of course. I mean, of course they do. Um, and, uh. Nancy was totally wasted this season. He was. He really totally was. Totally wasted. He had, he had some really cool scenes oh, in a couple episodes, but like Orlando overall was wasted. That's some of the predictions people are talking about with the extra, no, like they're talking about two more seasons that they might actually pull from Anansi boys. I'd be fine with some that. stories, but I haven't read it yet, so. I'd be fine with more Nancy as long as you can tie all it. All the Nancy, all the Actually time. tie it in. Um. So, uh, Nancy's like reiterates once again that Wednesday is gone. Uh, but Shadow's the one that's now kind of under the, under the knife. Um, Shadow hears it and walks off. It's oh. all very disjointed, like p- a bunch of people just walking around this funeral home. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday is, we get a flash of him at a restaurant, sees the news broadcast. It's like, oh, fuck. Um, and we see new media is constantly just sending out, uh, like, there's a chemical attack in Kentucky. And Salim keeps, Salim keeps asking if it's true. Um, Bless his little heart. At, while, while Nancy and Ibis are having a conversation about like, oh, you lost your edge and da, da, da. Um, They're just over there playing chess. It's yeah, fine. Just chatting. Um, so Shadow finally discovers after 15 people have told him that Wednesday's gone, that Wednesday's gone. Shadow is not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Oh, no, baby. Um, and he goes uh, to get his stash. Um, cause he's kind of freaking out. Bilquis shows up and, um, she's like, oh, making a run for it. And then she's naked. Yes, she is. Um, and, uh, she's like, uh, your survival is of great interest to me. 
she kisses him and she says that he tastes of love lost, which der. Um, it's like, dude, you've been here. You know the story. Of course he does. Um, she all of a sudden has a bowl full of blood. I mean, like, as you do. And like anoints him and then she's gone. So Shadow's like, okay, okay bye. Thanks. Okay, bye. Um, so we go to the gin, um, who comes up on the chess game and he's like, okay, thanks for your hospitality, but we're outie. Um, and he Wednesday says, will be in t- <laughs> Wednesday will be in touch when the time is right. And it's like, why is the okay. gin making excuses for Wednesday? Did they have a conversation? Did Wednesday ask him to do Probably. this for him before he left? Did we see it happen? We did not. We did not see that. Um, and so he's like, I gotta go because Salim is, uh, gonna get included in this and like we got to go um and so i was he asks him just as a just as a point of uh point of fact yeah. can you go against wednesday's express wishes and the gin's like okay bye um <laughs> he says he doesn't answer the question but he says i can kill whoever i want whenever i want but he doesn't answer the question um and so we go no he makes a move on the chessboard. That puts Nancy in check. Oh, the gin did that. The gin did that. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And he looks dead at Nancy. Because Nancy's just having a good old time. Yeah. And he he does the move. And he looks directly at Nancy and says, check. I love him. I love them all. I just wish them to, they were better utilized. Um, So we get more new media. um, And now Salim has been added to the suspects. And it's like, oh hell no! Why did she do that? Why Salim? He's a, he's a human because he's human, and they need to protect him. Therefore, he's vulnerable. Okay. He's a vulnerability to them. I mean, you're right. Um, plot because plot. Um, and so Salim's like, so did you kill cops? And <laughs> Shadow's like, no. no. <laughs> um, and I think this is when Salim's like, oh shit! Not everything I see on TV is true. Because Salim's a very trusting guy. <laughs> he is. He he's, assumes that everybody else is as trustworthy as he is. He's got the n- naivete. Na- that's the word. Uh huh. I was going to say nativity, but that was not it. That's, was that's it? absolutely not it. Um, so Shadow's like, gotta go. I'm not going back to prison. Um, and he's like, you know, we can go. So this is the first time we've seen Shadow really question this whole, like, I have to stay here. Is and and the fact that he's like Salim, we can go. Like it's a it's a new revelation to him. We're it's not like people gods. have been telling yeah. you this for like I two know. seasons. Um, and he tells him that you know they're not like the gods. And Salim's like, no, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with my gin. Um, stay with my boo. Yeah, and so we get uh, we see on the news broadcast that the Illinois police have a tip and they're headed for the funeral home. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and this is when new media speaks directly to shadow through all the newscasters. I thought that was pre- the way that played out. It was cool. It was this, it just right on into it. And you're like, Oh, Oh yeah. Okay, oh, that's this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. This is media. This is what we yeah. saw her doing season one. Yeah. And we see the parallels with the Wells broadcast. She starts repeating some of the same words. Like you could see the flash from Elizabeth. Um, and, uh, she taunts him and then she disappears. Salim is, goes to pack and the gin tells him to wait. Police pull up out front, surround the house. 
Um, and Salim's like, he's pretty zen about it. He's like, no, I don't, I don't regret anything. And then they have a nice kiss. Oh, that's sweet. It's really sweet. Uh, they're and so now, cute. Can we get the fuck out? Yeah. And so Shadow's like, oh, fuck. Cause the police have literally surrounded this the house. This all happens really fast. Super fast. Um, and so this is when he gets pulled into Yggdrasil. Not a thousand percent sure what happens. Um, and then he has all these flashes. And it's his mom, it's the buffalo, it's his mother saying, don't let him find you. Um, and we, we see the, the man that he got the coin from in the waiting room. Um, and we see Wednesday. Um, and so we get this montage of just shit. And Shadow is, is grabbing an axe and he's hacking at the tree while he's seeing all this. Um, and the tree shatters and we see baby shadow in a house on the beach playing with this model of what turns out to be the funeral home. And at that point I paused it and I texted you and I was like, I was fucking right. They basically said that shadow is Wednesday's son. They didn't actually say it because everything in the show is convoluted. I can neither confirm nor deny. I was right. <laughs> I think that's, you weren't wrong. I think that's as much as I'm going to get probably because they don't tend to talk about things in a direct manner. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's pretty that that's fucking what all obvious. of that means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we see so the, that makes shadow a demigod. A demigod. Yeah. So we see the police break in. Um, and little baby shadow like now wipes them off the map. There's a lot of overtures about the the fear mm-hmm. uh, and and world speech about the there's fear. There's so much being, overlapping yeah, shit happening just, at this point. Um, and it's and you're sitting there and they build the tension up fairly well about yeah. is he or isn't he going to wipe. The, and you like you know all the kid has to do is wipe these the soldiers away from this house and Shadow will be okay. And you're like mentally cheering this kid on to yeah. do it to do it to do it. And he this does is it. where the show sh- this is where the episode should have ended. Yeah, right here. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with that. Okay. Uh, and so we see Salim looking out, and it's like everybody's gone. It's like the fuck because snow. Because Snow. Because he wanted it to be. And and he made it be. And he doesn't know how to control his powers. and um, He didn't know he actually had powers right, up to this point. Right. So. Um, so we get a we get a news report that the terrorists have breached Argus. Um, even though it was unbreachable. And, and they got into the servers. And um, we go to the FBI going to our favorite CEO's company. Apparently... That was the company that did Argus. Shocker. <gasps> no. Um, and he's like, can he reverse the hack? And the CEO's like, pray. pray. I was like, all right. Um, and so we see Nancy go to the greenhouse and finds the hatchet. No shadow. And I think the tree's gone at this point. Yes. Um, and. Yeah, it's just the room is empty. It's just fucking empty. Um, and so it's like, <laughs> hope you didn't need that tree, Odin. <laughs> um, and so we see Selim prepare to leave. Uh, and the djinn tells Ibis, uh, what's it, what Selim does is what's important, not what he knows. Because they're kind of making fun of him. Like, oh, you know, with this cute little human you have, you, this pet. 
Um, and so I was mocks him a little bit. And uh, what, what he <clears throat> what he says to him, "Till death do you part." Till death do you part. Okay, they're married. Well, yeah, they're married now. Yeah, he just married them. He's yeah. a god. He can do that. Yeah, but also it's kind of <clears throat> ominous because. It is. One of the death gods tells you, like, till death do you part, and you're like, what do you know, dude? It's a little prophetic. Yeah. Um, And so we see Laura carrying Mad Sweeney's body away. Not awkward at all. No. Just toting a body of a man (laughs) that's like a nine-foot-tall man, because he is a large man. I'm watching him. I'm watching the scene, and the way he's bouncing on her back like that, I'm like, he that's such a dummy. Yeah. That's so not her. Anybody yeah, she's actually. she's so tiny and he is yeah. a large ass man. I know we've talked to this before, but how tall is he? He's over six. I know that. Oh, he has. He's like mm. six three or something. Oh, I think. he's done. No, I'd say six five. Um, so we go to uh, the emergency broadcast system. It just goes out. And uh, World says that the uh, natural state of things is reasserting itself. And it's like, is is this what you wanted to happen? Cause I feel like this isn't what you wanted to happen. Um, and so we see Wednesday in a bar or in, in a restaurant. Uh, he's the only one in there and he's like, my, my boy will be just fine. And he has the Mm -hmm. waiter pour him a drink and it's like, okay. Um, so then we flash to, uh, shadow on a bus leaving Cairo and the police pulls up. They check all the black men. Because the, they're looking That's for... That's who was described. They're looking for Shadow. Um, and they check his ID, and you can tell it's like, <gasps> what's going to happen? He is 6'5". Jesus Christ, that man is tall. Um, and so they uh, they look at his ID, and they're like, okay, Mr. So-and-so, and they hand it back, Ansel. and he's good to go. Yeah, and... Mike fucking Ansel. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you're so excited about that, but you Because I you like you. the character Mike Ansel way more than I like Shadow. So, yeah, that's what fucking happened. Yeah. To the bus. So that's Wednesday basically gave him a new identity. Does he believe he's Mike Ansel? No, he doesn't believe he's Mike Ansel. He was just as surprised when he handed it back. If you not that Wednesday knows, I mean, not that Shadow knows how to convey emotion, but if you go back and rewatch it, you'll see when he hands him a little bit of he's a little confusion he's like, looking down and it okay. says Michael Ansel which is a nod to the book readers who oh he's he's going to this other place where he takes on this, this other persona other, this persona because he, you know he has to drop the shadow name for a while because they're hiding from the cops or whatever I actually did know that Pablo was six foot five because I forgot to mention in our last podcast in Treasure of the Sun that the woman who stands next to him his queen yeah if he's six five, she's got to be six three. Yeah, she was a tall girl, or six two, because she. Because I tried to look up she's the actress so and look queenly. up her height. Not everybody has their height on there. I could not find it. Yeah. I was like, oh my god! But she, she does was so play, regal. <clears throat> but she's in like uh, some Star Trek something as an alien and is super okay. tall in that too. Okay. So I'm like, it, because he's six five. Get it. So yeah. Um, I didn't like World being like, ha ha, my plan. And it was like, I honestly don't think that was your plan. Like James Bond villain. Yeah. I thought you were going to apprehend them and you didn't get what you want, but you're acting like, ha ha. And so we get the new technical boy. He did feel different. Yeah. Um, I also liked how his 
uh, suit modeled the walls of the CEO's office. Um, yeah. The weird white swirly bits. <laughs> um, so I don't hate the character design of New Technical Boy. I think it's better than the, like, stuck his finger in a light socket and dressed himself in the dark yeah. previous version. Um, so, yeah, but I, I didn't have a lot for this episode. I just, I, it, mm, no, I did not like where this ended. And it, well, know. it, like I said, it didn't end in any way that really makes me want to watch the next season. Was the tree trying to protect Shadow? Why did Wednesday run away if all he was doing was trying to protect Shadow? Like, did the tree bring about the memories? I still don't think Shadow has realized who he is. So the common denominator you need to see here is the buffalo. Okay. We did get the buffalo again. Mm -hmm. The fuck does that mean? things it's it's yeah okay i know you don't want to unduly spoil me and the audience but god we've been seeing this buffalo for two goddamn seasons now and i still don't really know what it means okay 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 so god she broke her brain i did that's what happens when I, i do that so what is this show about american gods in America that are gods and, and there's the a gods buffalo. that are in America and there's a buffalo. So what is the buffalo? The a god. K. K. Is What's that a, shadow? What, what kind of god is a buffalo representative of, maybe? A Native American? Possibly. What's older than an American god? A Native American god? Maybe. Hashtag they were here first. In America. Yeah. So I'm just it's not that it's not as far fetched as you think it is. No, but like we're not getting any payoff. We're just getting flashes of No, of because the you want with... to know everything right now. I and that's do. the whole point of storytelling is telling the story. I just think they're belaboring it a lot. Well, they they are. Um because this is not a three season. Cuz this is what happens when I get I get frustrated because they're not telling you. It's what, like, yeah. you, I keep seeing the buffalo with the flaming eyes, and I'm like, cool visual. I thought it was cool in, in the first episode. New phone, who dis? New, like, like, okay, and, and then? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also, uh, oh, what's the word? Um, optimistic. Wow, that that took a while to get. Um, I'm optimistic that, like, Mad Sweeney, I mean, we, and we knew this last episode, but, like, his body is literally in the wind with Laura. (laughs) So, like, God knows what weekend at Bernie shenanigans are going to come in. I, you know, don't know. Pablo was in this episode. is Is she taking him off to bury him? Is she taking him off to get him, bring him back to life? We have no idea. Oh, God, they could be dead girlfriend, boyfriend. Dead wife, dead leprechaun. Dead wife, dead leprechaun. That's God, terrible. I would love for her to just call him dead leprechaun. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Ah, uh, so. So, yeah. Don't know. So. I just. <sighs> like, I I think the season. I, okay. I will say. <laughs> I think I was more forgiving at the beginning of the season because I was just pleased that anything happened. And then it just, the momentum just kind of tanked. Because nothing happened? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the thing. I can I can hear the internet being like, stuff totally happened. Mad Sweeney died. Da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, 
but nothing really happened. <laughs> they hung out at the funeral parlor for a season, and then they all we left. We met Mama G. She had some cool conversations. I like her character. We got the nothing spear. Nothing really spear. happened with her. We got the spear, and now the spear is gone, so that was kind of a total throwaway plot. We had a caper, but that was kind of, like, stuff happened, but, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just am frustrated. I know. And I want to like it. I really do. I know. One, I, I had so much hope for the show. Yeah. Um, so. So there, so there we there, are. There will be season three. Don't know when it will be. Yeah, that's a big crapshoot. We are undecided as to whether or not we're going to podcast yeah. for it. It is TBD. It's, it, a lot of it's going to depend on when it comes back. When it, when it airs if and it what comes, else we've got going on. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because we will be doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming up soon. Stranger Things shortly after that. But we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> At some point, we do want to go back and work on the Marvel Netflix shows. We still have Season 2 of S.H.I.E.L.D. to do as well. We still have Season 2 of S.H.I.E.L.D. We've got to backfill our catalog. Um, and, you know, Disney Plus comes out in November. Oh, God. And... <gasps> Loki! <laughs> Bucky. Bucky and... Yeah. While Winter we... Winter Soldier and Falcon, baby. While we cannot commit to podcasting any of those shows at this point yeah it's not totally impossible yeah we may do the whole one season one podcast yeah don't know uh so don't depends on how how much we enjoy watching them that has a lot to do with it well and if it's the more of a chore something is to watch the more of a chore it is to podcast see uh sleepy hollow see gotham we you've got to watch gotham I do. Oh God, the last I do. Season of Gotham because we were going to do one more episode to wrap yeah. that shit up. Yeah, and I just I I think you just need to see the train wreck. I do. I do. You will love to hate it. I know, but that's you like will nine ten hours of bullshit. I know, but it's easy bullshit. I know. Easy. So yeah, like we can't commit. We won't say. We don't know. Yeah. We don't. We can say yes to uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We can say yes to Stranger Things. I'm hyped about Stranger Things. All Marvel movies, all the time. Yep. Um, if you haven't sent us feedback on Endgame yet, how can they send us feedback for that? They can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. There you go. Because Tumblr sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We just uh, mostly just repost there anyway. Like, we're not on I, Tumblr. I even do that. I don't think I've I logged think, into our Tumblr. Uh, and... I assumed it still cross-posted. Oh, the the podcast do yeah. post there, but that's yeah. it. That's we don't, it. That's literally yeah. it. Okay, that's all we do there. So, uh, um, so yeah. So, yeah, there's all of that. And if you like what you're listening to, please go to your particular podcast provider, be it the not iTunes or Stitcher or Pocket Cast or wherever it is that you listen to us at. Leave a rating or a review or something because that helps other people to find yeah, us. Yeah, um, And if you really like what you're listening to, you can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com. Jesus. The link it's is on K. our Twitter. The Just, link is on our Twitter. It's on our if Facebook page. you're like, page. what the fuck is that? It's pinned to the top. It's You basically buy us a coffee for three bucks. It's yeah, fine. It's really nice. Um, and it helps keep the lights on. It helps keep our... Um, Domain name and our, all of our hosting and everything helps us buy new equipment when we need it. All the tissues for all the, tissues the movies that we watch for, uh, for the Marvel movies. The movie tickets. Popcorn's very important. Yes. Um, yes. Without my cable bill, we couldn't watch half we of this. We still need to get the drinks at the, at the fancy theater. The Oh Snap. 
And what was the other oh, one? Oh, God. I, I think it was remember. like Avengers Assemble or something. Avengers Assemble. I think it was. I took a picture of them. The AMC specialty drinks. Because of course I did. Of course you did. Infinity's End. Infinity's End. And literally the oh snap. I was oh, just like. Oh snap. You went there and I'm happy? Yeah, they did. We just got to find a way to get back to that theater. Yeah. They're 12 fucking dollars each. We could go the weekend after. After our trip? After our trip. Okay. We can. We, that's a thing we can do. Okay, if we're up to I it. have a weekend we off may be day. Dead, with, but yeah. I have a day with no plans. <gasps> oh I know. So let's I make know. a plan. I know. So, so let's yeah. make a plan. So, uh, so yeah, throw money at us. We like money. If you're so inclined. If you're so inclined. So we do have the one <sighs> feedback. The single feedback? The single feedback. Actually, no, you're wrong. We have two feedbacks. One of them is just oh. very... Uh, uh concise very concise uh i think it really wraps up the entire feeling of this episode yeah yeah uh caitlin wrote to us and said fuck yep that's it that's it that's that's that's, the episode that's it that's the one you thought i wouldn't say it didn't you so anyway (laughs) she's not listening she's not listening i know she's not she needs to watch the show she does so so this is from michael okay our reliable, reliable yeah. listener. Uh, Aloha, ladies. <laughs> <coughs> he knows his audience. He does. Has Mr. World gone full Deadpool? Yeah, because he just talks to the camera now. The fourth wall. He's yeah, breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, he's just fucking breaking it. It's when he goes 16th wall. <laughs> breaking a fourth wall inside of a fourth wall. A fourth then wall break inside make, of a fourth wall break? That's like then, 16 walls. That's when you get to the Deadpool. I need to see Deadpool again. If that opening scene wasn't meant to be him talking to the viewers, then it made no sense. Fear yeah. makes fear makes sense, though, but is Mr. World the embodiment of fear? Question mark. He doesn't feel that way, and if not, it seems there should be some sore personification... Wait. Some sore personified physical manifestation of fear. That was a lot of fancy words in one sentence, Michael. Good job, buddy. Uh, that would make sense within the rules of American God's world. That's true. The yeah. personification of fear. And fear mongering in and of itself. Because yeah, God, yeah. that's how, that's how our news cycle lives. Are your children trying to kill you more at 10? You know, that kind <laughs> of like. One of them yeah. actually did try to kill me, but that's a whole other story. Uh, he says, I wasn't expecting new medium new media to take on the Argus role so eagerly. The old Argus didn't look like he had much fun in the job. Not sure how the technical Tron boy came out of (laughs) where the previous episode ended. I gather gather he manipulated the CEO into programming his newest iteration. I guess. Well, I mean, he was a worshiper at some point, even though he died because the guy ignored him. Well, I mean, uh, looking back at the episodes, he's the one who helped create technical boy in the first place. Yes. So, but he also completely ignored him once world gave him a new puzzle. That's true. Uh, he says, I feel like all the Anansi and Ibis scenes were improvised slash ad libbed. Just Orlando and Demore chilling on set. They're so good together. They are. I love the two of them. They're just like sitting around watching the world burn. Yeah. Yeah. And playing chess. And playing chess. That's perfect. I'm not keen on the idea of Shadow getting powers of any sort or having it tied to his childhood memories, but it's the way they want to roll with it. Then we're going to see other hairy situations. Then are we going to see other hairy situations wiped away during his childhood playtime? I hope not. By the way, what happened to the cops? 
That is a good fucking question. Because that was one thing I expected to see them, like, literally swept away off to the margins. But, like, they were just gone. Yeah, they were just not there anymore. So, like, fuck if I know. Who knows, snow. (laughs) Just snow. Uh, He says, I guess leprechaun blood doesn't dry, coagulate, or evaporate like normal human blood. No, that's, everybody knows that. Gosh, did you not know that about leprechaun blood? Either that or this episode is just minutes after the last one. If I understand the timeline, it's the next day. Yeah, because he was, it was at night. Yeah, they were having dinner. Yeah. And this was the next day. And then this was the next morning. So, no, it's just apparently It still should have coagulated. It should have. Coagulated? Clotted. Uh Uh-huh. Caligulated? Done things. Uh Uh-huh. No, you're absolutely right. It should have. But, you know, because plot. (laughs) Because they wanted Laura to put her toe in. To toe it. You know. And it's like poking a stick at the dead body. That's what that was. Yeah towing the blood and i'm like yeah same yeah uh he says it's cute seeing salim freaking out a bit finally he's been entirely too accepting of the world he's dating into (laughs) i like that sadly i don't think things will end well for this character i don't either and i'm scared of course dead wife takes sweeney at the end i think she's headed back to new orleans oh i didn't think about that yeah voodoo this episode may be the run that pushes the book readers over the edge, but I won't go into specifics about where or how it deviates from the book. I'm nearly there. At this point, I'm watching Sweeney and Anansi. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe by the time season three rolls around, I've forgotten enough of the book to embrace <laughs> the show fully. <laughs> Cheers and stay Jarvelous. Oh, that's nice. So, and that's all the feedback we got. Yeah. I'm going to go back and check. Let me check Twitter real quick to make sure I didn't miss anything. But I don't think I did because I don't think we heard from Kim. No, Oop, I don't that's think, I don't my think Twitter. we did. That's my Twitter. Um, not. I, and I don't actually think I accidentally ate the notification either. No, the last thing we got from Kim was in game. Okay, so. cool. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's the that's, show until season our, three. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you for listening, guys. Good luck.